All right. The baseball wrap. Number two. In three, two, one. All right, welcome to the Baseball Wrap, second edition, second playoff edition. Michael Potter, Darren Phillip with you, and uh, Darren, things went according to plan. Uh, as we talked about for a few of those, there were some interesting ones. There were some ones that kind of, you know, went the way we thought fairly quickly. But all, I mean, all were fairly interesting, the games, but only one went to a third game and only one home team advanced. We talked about how important it was to get home field, to get those three. Only one home team advanced. Didn't Didn't matter. It didn't, didn't matter. matter. And, and two of the teams, two of the teams got, or actually all three of them were sweeps. No, I'm sorry. Not that, not the, the, the Mets, Mets Padres a, wasn't. a third yeah. game. Yeah. But there were three sweeps. Um, yep. And you two, know, of them were on the, um, two of them were on the road. Yep. Yeah. Two, two the on the road. Teams. I mean, so you, you've, you've got the Mariners who, you know, we all said we wanted to win. Right. But we weren't sure that was a hard <laughs> one to pick. But yeah. they looked like the better team in that first game came out like a house of cards. Well, the Blue Jays come out like a house of cards in that second game. Darren, they're up eight to one in the top of the six. They get outscored nine to one, the sixth, seventh, eighth, the ninth, and they go home 10-9 on their home field. Yeah, that was that was the ultimate collapse there by Toronto. And uh yeah, Seattle, you gotta hand it to them. They hung in there and and now they've got um now they got a, a, a division series with their uh, division rivals. Yeah, that one was an interesting series to me. Honestly, that was the hardest series to get into for me, Seattle and Toronto, just because it's Seattle and Toronto. But uh, that's great for Seattle. Can they carry that in? I mean, I think it's obvious that Houston's the better team and probably has a little more firepower. But, you know, I I was talking to Ed Lynch. Now, you know, I did an interview with him for my Pottercast. I'm going to put that up. Ed Lynch, of course, the great pitcher for the Mets and and the Cubs and the GM. He said, Mike, one thing that I learned that they say it all the time, it's not who you play, it's when you play them. Mm-hmm. And if a team gets on a roll, they can be deadly. He said, look at the example. If you if you played the Yankees last year, you want to play them in July and August. You don't want to play them in May. You might not want to play them now, but if you played them then, you'd kill them. So there's some of that that goes too. And Seattle coming in with some, you know, with some momentum. So maybe that helps them. Yeah, I think it. I think it definitely does. Now it's a tall order taking on Houston. They probably have the, uh, they've got the deepest, I would say, starting staff out of all the remaining teams when you think about it. And of course, head, headlined by Verlander, who will start yeah. Game One. And this, these are best of five series, correct? The division series. I'm pretty five, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Five. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. But I mean, who knew they were going to come back from seven down, six or seven down at Toronto and win Game Two? I mean, are they, they playing did, with though. how are they play with house money at this stage? I mean, they 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 the la- the last team in all the four major sports to get in. Uh, you know, it's been so long. They get in and then you know they win their first series on the road. So I mean, I know you don't want to think of it that way, but you should be really loose going to Houston. I would think so. And it was kind of cool to see that the fans, the the Mariner fans at uh T-Mobile. Yeah. Watching the game on the big screen. They were, they were they had quite the turnout there. And yeah, it's house money. You haven't made the playoffs in forever, but I don't know. You get to this. It's never house money. You never think about that when you, when you get eliminated, you know, in the yeah. division round, you never thinking, Oh, you know, it was, uh, we made a good run at it and that was great. So I think they're playing with a lot of confidence now. And, yeah. you know, they've, they've got, um, they got some nice players on that team. They've got a Robbie Ray didn't really pitch mm-hmm. that well at all in game two. Nope. And they were fortunate because the bullpen was able to, to uh, hang in there. And um, I forget, I think the, uh, the Jays manager, didn't he make a, I don't remember what his moves were, but he had some questionable moves. I don't, I remember if he yeah, pulled the starting pitcher. Um, he, he did in that, in that one. Um, I can't remember those as well either. Cause like I said, that was a harder one to get involved with, yeah. but um, yeah, he made some questions. There, there was a, honestly, there was a lot of questionable moves with pitching staffs oh, to it me. Was a, it was, it was pretty, in this one. Yeah, it was pretty blatant on some of this stuff. And I think, you know, you and I were talking about it as these things were going on, it was just, just a case of over-managing. And I think I, some of these rookie managers who haven't been to playoffs before they're thinking they, I better not screw up or screw this up. And I think they kind of, they make some poor decisions based on that, that the pressure gets to them. 
Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that the Toronto manager really, I mean, he let, he let Gossman go. Uh, he, you know, he went five and two thirds ended up giving four up four runs. So he, he kind of stuck with them a little bit and gave him a leash with that big lead. Well, three of those runs though, were given up after he left. Right. That, he got, he put them on though. You he know, put, he put him on, but I, yeah. I, so he I kinda, don't know. I, I mean, I up eight one, he, he let him go, which I think yeah. that's what you do. Right. Or no, you say you pull him. I say, no, I say you, I say you let him finish that inning. Oh, I see. What you're saying you're, you're saying he should have finished the inning. He should have. Okay. He should have yeah. let him finish the inning because you're going to give him a the, leash. Give him a leash. He brought in. This was the deal. He brought in the next guy. He brought in a southpaw. Yeah, Mesa. To face Santana, and the oh, announcers were even saying, "He's this guy's more dangerous from the right hand side." So why would you? That was a to me that was a huge blunder. The the first pitch the guy throws back to the screen, so a mm-hmm. run scores there, and then. The next pitch, he hits it out, and Grant. I mean, it was still a three-run lead, so they still had some some runs to play with. But that, to me, really uh, that gave Seattle some life, obviously, because they weren't doing anything off Gossman. I mean, they they made a threat there, but I don't know. I think based on that on that matchup, you know, a lot of these managers like to play matchups, but man, he just did the just the total wrong move there as far as yeah. who was coming up next and who he brought in. That was my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, they, they still were, they were still up in that game eight to five, you know, and then the home yeah. team and they, but um, you could tell it kind of sucked the life out of them. I do think it's, it's interesting. Some of these teams and managers who've not been in it before um, everybody I've ever talked to, they talk about how it's so different once you get in the playoffs as yeah. a skipper, as a player, as everything. So there's something to be said about having some of that, um, you know, experience, which, you know, the Astros and the Dodgers have tons of it. You know, and the Braves oh, yeah. had the experience of winning it all last year. So yep. that'll be interesting when those guys get into the fray of, of things. But yeah, I mean, I was glad Toronto came out with it. Like I said, I didn't have a huge dog in that fight. I have a lot of friends uh, in Seattle. So I was glad Toronto, you know, they went up there to Toronto and beat them. I think I said Toronto came out. I'm glad Seattle yep. came out of it. That's yep. who we, we kind of all wanted, but we weren't sure. The, the one I thought was just, and you know, Dan's not here so we can talk about it. I just thought the, is the Marmel, the, the skipper, he yeah. lost that first game. Like, man, it was that, awful. that game was done. And in that, in that, uh, you know, he brought in his closer, who we find out later was a little gimpy for a, for a five out save. And it's like you don't need to do that. And he he also took Quintana out to her, only five and a third innings, and he was cruising. Well, and, the, and another puzzling thing is you, he, Wainwright never, 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 never threw, threw a pitch. And yeah. it, you know, I was thinking about this back on our show on Thursday. You were predicting, well, Wainwright, he's not going to have to pitch at all. It's going to be over in two. Well, yeah. you turned out to be right. It was. It was. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly how I saw it. And I so if you're I... gonna if you're gonna go with Quintana over Wainwright because you feel that confident with him, you gotta stay with the guy at least through the sixth inning. I don't know why you pull him after he'd given up he'd given up two hits through five yeah. and a third. I think he one did, walk, think, three strikeouts. I think he walked the guy and then he pulled him in that in that particular and he, and he went to Hicks and Hicks got Hicks got out of it, but he only went to Hicks for two thirds of an inning. Yeah. And then, and that was at, at what's see, it was five that they were up. Um, there was no score in that game at the time. Right. So, so he got a little tight with that one, but then he goes to um, Gallegos for, for an inning and a third. And I thought he was pitching really well. I thought he was pitching great. And then he goes to Helsley. Um, would it be five and a third, six, seven, he goes to Helsley for a six out save and, and, you know, couldn't get the job done, gave up four runs. Well, you know, I was, I was watching baseball tonight on MLB network afterwards. And they, there was just this debate about whether, you know, the, the host was saying, well, Helsley's pitched well for you all year. You got to, you got to stick with him." But after they just mentioned that the guy was injured yeah, and you could tell he did not have any command on his pitching because he was hurt. So to expect a guy like that to come in and, and I extend think his, him, I, I think five, five, they want him to go him. five. Yeah. Or right. They want him to go like what uh, they want him to go like, uh, yeah. Five outs, right? Five outs. They wanted. Yeah. I think it got worse as it went on. So you want to definitely limit the pitches a guy is throwing if he's if he's having an injury issue. And that was, yeah, it was really, I mean, for for a franchise like that, the fans are all excited. You got you got Pujols and Molina finishing up, but this guy just really made some rookie mistakes uh, as far as managing concern. From from you know, it was, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and um, it, that that really that really came back to bite him. And then I just thought, you know, game, game two, um, Nola pitched really well. Like he just, oh, yeah. they could not get solid contact off him. I, th- I thought there were some great 
pitching outings by some pitchers. Nola's fantastic. I mean, six and two thirds, four hits, no runs, six strikeouts. They couldn't get solid contact off the guy. At no, all. in fact, I, I believe it was it was uh, Wheeler on game one and Nola. They each went six innings without giving up a run. I'm pretty sure. And that's uh, yeah, just, I think you're right. That's pretty. Um, that's pretty unheard of now. But I liked he, this guy. Of course, they're veteran pitchers, so the, the manager is going to stick with him. There's no question about it. But you know, I picked the Phillies to go all the way. I really going in. I wasn't really too sure about their bullpen and how things were going to work out because they don't really have a set closer. Robertson's mm-hmm. done some closing. Uh, Dominguez has done some closing this year. But uh, Zach Eflin uh, came in. We look good. It, yeah, yeah, and and Eflin, and looked yeah. and, and looked really really good. How long has um, he been doing that? He I remember him as a starter. Yeah, he's a starter. He he, he went to the bullpen. He went to the huh. bullpen for this series. So, yeah. Well, Philly advances. I mean, it, it was it was cool that both Albert and Yachty both got base hits. Their final at bats at Bush, and they both got you know pulled to go out to the crowd right. and ovation. So so that was cool. Obviously, not cool enough for them <laughs> because right. You yeah, know, you, they, I'm sure they you know knowing those two guys, they'd yeah. rather advance than have the uh, you know. Yeah, but what do you think about Wayno as as Dan would call him? I mean, he's a free agent, I believe. I mean. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm Wayno and I'm sitting here going, I gave you all this, you don't even pitch me in this thing. I might be a little uh, that pissed, was to just, be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I would be too. I would be too. I mean, I mean there the was grass just... isn't greener than St. Louis, but yeah, I don't know. I'd be like, dude, seriously? Like you're saving me for game three? Game one was, to me, it was a no-brainer. I know Quintana's been pitching good, but he Wayno's well. been, he's been good at home. And yeah. uh, he did, you know, he did pitch well, Quintana did. But again, yeah, like but I then said, you could add in game two. Or yeah, you right. go Wayno yeah, right. game two and a must win. You got a guy, Wayno, who's yeah. got I would, that, that, that probably wouldn't that would have been the play because Nicholas is just nothing. I, I don't know how much experience he has postseason, and he's just he's okay. I mean, yeah. he's you know, as Dan said on Thursday during our show, that was definitely their weak spot, was their starting rotation. Yeah. So yeah, I would Wayno would have been the play in game two for sure. Well, and I I believe um I believe um Goldie. And in two games, I think Goldie and um, Arenado were like one and Pools like one for 15 or they like Goldie and Arenado like one for eight or something like that. You know, they did, he did not they got nothing from the middle of that line. And he, up there. he came up with some bit in some big situations, big situations. Both of them did. Both of them did. And each time they, they couldn't they couldn't come through no. so that, you know, you can't blame that on. Marmol, that's his guys just didn't hit. No. I didn't like, I, I, and I mentioned this to you in one of the texts. I think when we were texting with Dan, even on game one, I didn't like the fact that Pujols was in the two hole. He has not hit that high all year long. In fact, why, he did, really why didn't, didn't you like that? He, I thought having a guy like Edmund up there, because as, as good yeah. of a season Pujols had, he was always hitting down in the order, especially against, against right. In fact, there was a lot of game times he didn't play against righties. You know, because he was smoking left-handed pitching for a while, so they put him in for that. But yeah. for the most part, he was hitting about fifth or sixth in the order. So now you put him in the two-hole because he's Albert Pujols for the playoffs. I just didn't. I didn't care for that move. I have a question for you. Yeah, is there any way Pujols comes back next year? <laughs> he had a great second half. I mean, yeah. is he just unless he just doesn't want to do it. You know, I mean, would you bring him back if you're the Cardinals, or would you move on? So it might be. Do, with do you have a cho- do you have a choice if he wants to come back? I mean, no, nah, yeah, we don't. They want had you. a choice before, and they let him go to L.A. Yeah, they didn't want to match true. the offer. You know, that's true. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm interested to see what they do because those are a couple of big holes. They haven't had to. They haven't had to worry about a catcher for what 15 years, 17, yeah. however many years. You know, that'll yeah. be interesting to see replacing, what they decide re- to do there. Re- replacing Pujols is not going to be as major of a thing because he was DH in this year. But I don't know. I think if I if I'm him, I think he's. I don't think he comes back. He got his 700 home run. He's you know, never he's catching only... Hank Aaron. I mean, for the for the for the RBI. I mean, no, he'd have to no. come back. Uh, you know, two or three more years. And and with the way well, it ended, with the way it ended to me, actually, he's at 22 18, and Hank's at 22 97. So he could do it. Like if he got if he got 70, <laughs> he could get 70 playing part time. You know, yeah. I don't know what's the home runs. Oh, Aaron Gosh, was seven fifty five. Come to right? Kansas City. Come to Kansas City. <laughs> you won't hit many home runs there, will you? That's I a tough place know. to hit home runs. He'll hit home runs anywhere. 
Yeah. Where could he go? Where's the easiest place to hit a home run for him? Go to Colorado and be a DH. <laughs> Get like a hundred home runs next year. Yeah. So he's at seven oh three. He could pass to Babe next year. He's only he's only eleven That's behind 714. him. Seven <laughs> fourteen. Yeah. Hank is at seven fifty five. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's 42 behind. He's probably not going to get that in one year. I mean, if he came back two years, he'd pass Barry. <laughs> he's Barry's at 762. He's everybody would 59 be fine with behind that. him. Oh yeah. Come back two years, average 30 a year. Like, I don't you know, know don't, man. Don't, don't, don't do I, road I, trips. Just come just play here. at home. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. right. Play for, play he for the minimum he league minimum. You might've caught lightning in a bottle in the second half. I don't know, man. That's Dude, play for the league minimum. How much of a hero would you be? I'm coming yeah. back and playing for the league minimum. And I'm well, what, what else are you going to do with your time? I mean, you've been a ball player for how many years now? Come on. Can you go hit home runs in church softball? I mean, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, Al. <laughs> All right. I'm, I wish Dan was here. I'm pushing that one. He's, yeah. he's, he needs to do that again. Yeah, you're right. Kansas City's not the right place for him. But um, St. Louis hard to hit home runs in too. But he's, he's yeah, killing it, it there. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we talked about St. Louis Philly. I know Dan's crushed about that. Um, we talked about Seattle Toronto, uh, Cleveland Tampa Bay. Uh, this is my only question about this. I thought I thought those were great series. I love those series. Low. I mean, two to one, and then one to nothing. Of what a 15, 16 inning game. The second one. Does Cleveland have enough firepower to hang uh, with with the the Yankees their next their next round? That that's the question for me. They've got the pitching and defense. Well, they never really had firepower all year, though. That's not their. As far as scoring runs, they're, they're yeah, they're just there's a small ball team. I think they can get it done. I don't think they will, but I hope they do. That's my pick. Yeah, it is your pick. Yeah, I, the Yankees. The Yankees have have looked really really bad at times this year, and yeah, you, it, it makes it makes you wonder what what team is going to show up here in the division series, especially against a team like Cleveland that's coming. And, it, and you just got to love it because Tito is playing the Yankees again, the old Red yeah. Sox manager. Well, so. I, you know, I loved that 15 inning game. It was a lot of fun. However, I didn't like Kluber getting a loss because he's such a good, good dude. Yeah. Cleveland. But both managers were tight, man. They had men on and they didn't oh. steal. They didn't run. I mean, like, I, I'm like, you're going to have to take some chances against, I mean, Tito was playing with the game in the pocket. Right. But I'm like, dude, you got to get some guys going. I was shocked, Tampa. I forget what innings it's up, but they had guys on it. They didn't run them. I'm like, what are you? No. They had Randy Arrows, whatever on. Rose Arena. Yeah, yeah. He's going like 32. He's he has the best ratio. He, I think he stole 32 times. I got thrown out three times. He just sat there on first base. I'm like, how do you not run him? I don't in that situation, don't even bunt. Run him to steal. If he gets a second, you might even bunt him over to third. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Especially There's nobody out. Especially with with Tampa and their unorthodox way of doing things that he, you know, you just you would have expected more out of cash that he would have done it. Like yeah. you said, oh shock. Francona had a, he had a win in his pocket. Yeah. But if you're if you're if you're Tampa, and you can only throw your starting pitcher seventy five pitches, you you need to get this win and and steal it if you literally yeah. if you can literally because you know that was again we we talked about this afterwards. Why not? Why not use Kluber as your opener? If your starter, yeah, go to the lineup go once. Se- try to get three yeah. innings out if, of him. If Glasnow can only go seventy-five, and granted, he's coming back from injury, and I think he's only had one or two starts since he's been back. I don't know. I would have gone. I would have done something like that, and and really that kind of you know because when you when you go with the multiple relievers, obviously that throws a curveball at the other team's lineup because they got to prepare for different. If you throw Corey Kluber out there and then you bring in Glasnow throwing fire that really can, you know, grant now the Indians didn't score for 15 innings or 14 plus innings, but they found themselves in a pickle later on because then they were playing, you know, they were playing matchups and each team was doing this. Oh, let's bring yeah. in a lefty, you know, let's turn, uh, let's turn Naylor around, which was the smart move. But that's funny because during, as the game was going on, you text me, when are these guys going to run out of pitchers? I, yeah, they kept, yeah. Every three batters, they were making a change, it seemed. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought they were going to run out of pitchers, you know. And then they bring in they Fairbanks, did. dude, who's their closer right well, they, after Glass now. Yeah, that, that high that this. high leverage situation crap. That that's cost a couple guys. No, yeah. no. And of course, no, he got that, hurt. There, there was some really bad, there were some really bad yeah. pitching decisions. And they were bad, even if they had it worked out, they were bad decisions. Um, it, but they didn't they didn't work out either. Um no. well what well, about you've this? got 
you go ahead. You, I'm sorry. You've got you've got Kluber p- faced uh, pitching multiple high leverage innings then, and he's normally a starter. He's kind of one of your back end starters, right. and to put him in a situation like this, yeah, you feel bad for the guy. But what else? What else did they? Who else did they have left? No, I mean, that's they, the thing that yeah. you 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 ended with your season ended with a guy you didn't even want to pitch that day. Coming right. into the day, you did not even want to throw him, and you were. That that's why my thing is, yeah, because of that, you're running out of pitch. You got to start running. You got to steal bases. You got to hit and run. You got to bunt. You got to do something to force the issue. Because to your point, Cleveland's not going to beat you nine to one. They're not going to score seven runs. Fine. If you can get three runs off of Cleveland, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. You know, and who knows though, with their pitching, they might be thinking, hey, if we can get three runs, you know, we get three runs off of New York, we're, we're comfortable. We're in good shape, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, maybe they'll open it up a little bit more. You know, I think, I think Tito might've also been thinking, look, they got no firepower over there either. So I don't have to, I just wait for them to make a mistake. Maybe. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I he just played, he I played very conservative and it was, that was, he was a little bit more justified. He's at home. He's up one zero, but Tampa Bay, man, you've got to do whatever you can because let's face it. They're just not, they're not a powerhouse team. They're thin at pitching and you know, and, and I think Fairbanks was, I think they took him out with an injury too. He had yeah, to leave with an yeah, injury. An alleged injury. Yeah. These, these are that, great. That's like, a, yeah. They have their, said, they yeah. have their visit to the mound, you know, and if you visit again, you got to take him out if the manager does. So they bring the <laughs> trainer out so many times and also this guy's got an injury, you know? And so then it does two things. Number one, you can go out and talk to him and then decide later. But it, the main thing it does at that point, cause you know, you're going to take him out. If you take him out without an injury, you you don't you come and you get what seven warm-ups. If you take him out for an injury, the guy gets unlimited warm-up pitches. That so when you're bad. you're rushing guys and they're letting them do it, they're gonna have to they're probably gonna have to put some kind of rule in about that. About hey, if you're taken out from injury, you can't play a game, or maybe you can't play the rest of the season or something. I don't know about the rest of the season series. I know you said that, but at least you can't pitch the next day or maybe the next two days, because if you threw 30 pitches, you're probably not pitching the next day anyways. But right, right. You know, I don't know. It was it was just so obvious and it was funny that the the announcers never really called him, but one time they're like, Michael Kay was like, "Well, is, is I looking at? Are they looking at his hand? Like, kind of like, where did that come from?" <laughs> yeah, he was just fine. What happened to the? Yeah, guy? yeah, he seemed okay. Um, last one, the Mets. So, so Darren, you've got you've got. Um, let's see here. You got the Mets win 101 games and they're done. Blue Jays win 92, they're done. Cards win 93, they're done. And uh, Rays win 86. But 101 games, and, and you mentioned it, they didn't look like they were going in with, you know, like a house of fire. And they got they got bum-rushed in that first game with the home runs. Came back and won the second game to force this one. But it was all San Diego tonight. There was, there was little life. There was one or two times they had moments where they could have scored, but either good defensive plays or balls hit right at people. Got the job done for uh, San Diego and Musgrove. I mean, good grief. I didn't know that guy could pitch like that. He dominated. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised they didn't go with him in game two, but Melvin was probably thinking, all right, you know, they, they could come out strong in game two and beat us. So let's save our our really our number two guy um, for the uh, for game three. And yeah, he's he's been great. He's been great this year. And the Mets. You know, the last series against the Nationals in the regular season, they were they just destroyed those guys. But man, when you blow a ten and a half game lead in the division, and then you get swept by Atlanta to pretty much seal the deal that you're not going to win the division, and have to play the extra series, oh man, it's just I don't know. I I, I was telling you, I, I feel yeah. bad for Buck, man. He gets these teams turned around. He yeah. he's gotten the Mets back to the playoffs, but you know. Is he, where where they where are they going to do next year, or is he going to be gone? They're going to can him. I yeah, mean, I mean it, that's kind of been his mo. Degrom, I mean, I wouldn't can him, but Degrom pitched yeah. really well, got the win. Um, Scherzer did not pitch great. When when I looked at Scherzer, um, I think sometimes Max falls. He does this a lot. He gets so amped up, like they were tweeting first guy on the field. Look at Scherzer. He's got such a. He yeah. gets so amped up. He was throwing hard. His ball was not moving at all. And he was yeah. leaving everything up and they just tattooed him. They did not miss. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, you don't have to throw 97, 98. Look at, look at what Musgrove did today. He was throwing 93, 94, but he was moving pitches around. He was pitching. I'm like, it's so fun to watch somebody who can pitch and Scherzer can pitch. He's just, he's just so amped up four yeah, and two thirds. He gave up seven earned runs four homers. Too, yeah. he it, It's, it's too much. And then he's in the dugout and he's, pacing around like a cage lion and just like dude relax whereas darvish looks cool as a cucumber he goes yeah. seven innings one six hits sprinkle him around he's throwing 92 93 just like musgrove he was, he was pitching five yeah you know yeah. 
Yeah, and he, you know, he was he's moving it in, moving it out. He's throwing a changeup. Like nobody even throws a changeup anymore. But every time they throw it, nobody can hit it. Yeah, he, it's like he why was, don't you throw a changeup? He was great. Snell was was a con- definitely concern. He did not yeah. he did not pitch well, and he's he's been he's had trouble with the walks in the land. I think he walked six guys in this game too, and he's he's he had issues with putting guys on that way in recent years. So um, they're going to they're playing L.A. What do you think about that series? I think, I think they got a shot. Gonna, I think the Dodgers are going to beat them, but, but I yeah. think, gosh, I don't know. Do they have a shot? I mean, <laughs> I think they do. Um, they got a lot of production up and down their lineup, though, and I, I don't know that they'll get that with with um, you know this next time around. But you know, they got a nice lineup in the in 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 the middle there. They they pitched really well, and they had really good defense. So yeah, yeah they definitely. Have, I shouldn't say they don't have a shot. Of course, they have a shot. Um, you know, Soto, Machado, Bell. Um, you know. Everybody else on there, nobody else really scares you in that lineup other than Soto, Machado, and Bell. Whereas you look at the Dodgers and pretty much one through nine scares you half to death, you know? Yeah. Um, so I I, you know, I think they got a shot. I think they're pissed too. I think they they're 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 tired of their, you know, neighbors to the north getting all the all the cred and everything. And I think yeah. they're feeling good about themselves. I and mean, it's hard to fly all the way across country and play three games at, you know, at City or wherever and and beat the Mets, who won 101 yeah. games and they did sure. it. Sure. Fairly easily the first two, the, the first game and the third game. It really, but those games seemed in hand most of the game. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about it? Well, I'm looking at the, uh, it, it, I think it's going to be a great series. I think it could go five. You know, the, the, the uh, Dodgers have Kershaw, Urias, and Tyler Anderson has been unreal this year for them. You know, the guy that he used to pitch for the, for the Pirates, I believe. And so they're pretty deep. I had forgotten about him when I was thinking about this, the Dodger rotation. Uh, Gonsolin has pitched well, too, uh, for them. So I think L.A. will probably beat him. But, man, I'd love to see him lose. I I'm, I like Soto, too. I like the Padres players. I, and I like players on both teams. I just I just can't stand so L.A. Who, they, who do the Padres start game one? Because Darvish wouldn't be able to go till game two. He pitched on the seventh. So you got the eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. He could pitch again on the twelfth, right? So that he would pitched, be game he two on, on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He pitched on seven. So he should be able to pitch on, on Tuesday. They'll, um, they'll probably go Oh wait, He pitched on, uh, he pitched no, on he the pitched, seventh. He pitched on Friday. He pitched Friday. Yeah. So, so you've six seventh, you get the eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th. He can pitch on the 12th. They pitch okay. every fifth day. Right. Yeah. So pitch yeah, on the 12th. Yeah. That's right. yeah. So, yeah. so that, so he'll be able to go game two and then Snell will be able to go game three and then Musgrove will be able to go game four, but who pitches game one? You oh, know? you're saying uh, he can go on Friday on Wednesday, or you're saying he's going to pitch on Tuesday? No, no, no. He can go the second game. Oh, the second game. Okay. Yeah, he can't go the first game. Yeah. Um, well, Sean Manaya is their their number four guy, and he has not been that great. But his last start of the season, he was awesome. In fact, they they brought him in um, middle relief a couple times, I think, before he made his final start, and. Um, he was, I mean, I, I know because I picked him up as a spot start in fantasy for on Tuesday, just praying he was going to pitch well. And the guy was great. He was just unbelievable. And he's had his, you know, he had his moments in Oakland. Now, how is he going to handle this whole situation with LA in the postseason? But that that's going to be their guy. I would imagine he'll be their guy on Tuesday. And then, um, you know, he maybe he can get a big game out of him and maybe they can get to Kershaw. The yeah. First game, so. Well, and then you got to feel good. It'll be fun to see Darvish at Chavez Ravine, you know, <laughs> back oh, yeah. there to pitch oh, yeah. game two. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they've got great defense. They, they played really well. So I, you know, I'd love to see him beat LA. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, man, I don't that lineup think they is can. just so tough, man. I mean, with bets Turner, I mean, hey, where's the hole, like yeah, where's yeah, the hole is, in the lineup, you know, maybe at the bottom, some, you know, Chris Taylor has had his struggles, but he can, he can come up with big hits as we've seen in the playoffs before, you know, Will Smith has just been a stalwart behind the plate. Um, you know, well, Justin you remember, Turner does his thing. Yeah. I mean, this is this is very similar to the Yankees run. What what have they been in the playoffs? Like they've been the they've been the National League West winners like seven out of eight years or something like that. So, so it was always amazing when the Yankees were on their run. They would pepper in talent, but then you'd have guys like Jeter and Posada and um, you know, um, O'Neill, O'Neill, but Rivera who they just grew up with it. They showed yeah. up their first year and they're just used to the playoffs. So you got these guys who, oh, they're not great players, but they're like, they're all used to just playing in the playoffs. They're battle like Will Smith, Max yeah. Muncy, Justin Turner. Um, you mentioned Taylor, who probably not even going to start. He's just used to playing in the playoffs. Yeah. 
it's and, it's, it's, and he's got a ton of at bats in in October, and you're like, who is this guy? Well, yeah. he's been in there seven years in a row. Yeah, and of course Roberts has been managing there the whole time too, and um, you know yeah. that experience that experience counts, man. As we saw with these in these first few series on 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 these guys that are not used to playing in the postseason, these managers and and uh, some of the mistakes they made, but. It's going to be tougher. I, I think Sandy, they've got the talent to do it. They've got the pitching to do it. And man, haters back on track. He looked really good tonight. He looked they good brought tonight, him in a yeah. non-save and just mowed him down. It was like nothing. Is uh is is Chris Taylor like like why are they playing Joey Gallo in left field? He's like a buck eighty. Like why do they why do they play him out there? I know he's got home run power, but yeah, I don't know. Their don't last know, lineup, he was like batting ninth. Um, and Gallo uh, was. Yeah, they went Betts, Turner, Freeman, Smith, Muncie, Turner. Lux Bellinger and um Gallo. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see what they decide to do. And I don't I don't know. I honestly don't something this is no offense to him, but I, I'm like, why is he still starting in the league? Like he hits a buck eighty. I don't this know. It's crazy, but he hits 19 home runs and 350 at bats. So yeah, he's got 56 yeah. hits and 20 of them are homers. So. I guess when when you've got the top of the order that you have that can get on base, yeah, you're not really okay. We need Joey to yeah, get some singles and doubles here. We just we just need him to clear the deck and and hit one out. Well, we talked so. about him too. You know, Dan said he might benefit the most from this no shifting anymore. Yeah. You notice that the two tack on runs tonight, Soto just just let the ball come deep. They were up four nothing, and he I don't know if you saw it. He chopped one right at where the third baseman should be, and it just three hopped into left field to score two runs. Yeah. Well, and that's what that's what good hitters do. And Soto is a hitter, and they they make those adjustments accordingly. Yeah. So they're the ones. They're not going to. They can. They can hit whatever shift you're going to throw at them. They can hit against it. So it's not going to really help them as much as it will the Gallows and the other power hitters, even like a Kyle Schwarber, who they who never hits over to that side. They're always shifting for him. Mm-hmm. He's a big strikeout guy. And uh, but now he can really uh, or he'll 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 hit line drives into the shift or or ground balls in the into the shift. So guys like that, the power hitters, and I think that's what they want. They want the guys to be able to swing for the fences and not get penalized for it so that's yeah i like i like the dodgers in that one i'll be rooting for the padres but i, I like the dodgers yeah, I, I like, I like too. you know bob melvin uh bomel being there it's kind of it's funny you know that he's he's <laughs> continue to continue to do that yeah. um yeah oh it says taylor's day today so maybe that's why gallo's playing more um Chris taylor yeah yeah, yeah. he said but i'm just kind of looking through their lineup here yeah, fairly deep yeah i mean all right you convinced me san diego's gonna kill him <laughs> Look at the line up there. Dodgers suck. Can't see anything. going to kill them. Um, let's stay in the National League. This is big, Darren. Huge Your World Series pick against my World Series pick. Philly at Atlanta. Yeah, this is big. Yeah. You sticking with the Phils? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It I feel even good. better now. I feel even better now after that series. I really do. Pretty good. They look good, and I like the fact that Harper got one, hit one yeah. out. Man, did you see? <laughs> It was just, I left the room because it was a commercial. Oh, and all of a sudden, I hear Michael K. Oh, there it goes. And I'm just like, oh, is Crushed that Harper? Job. He sat and sit on a first pitch curveball and just hammered that thing. Yeah, so, it's interesting. Um, he looked so bad the game before. His swings looked just awful. You know, and A-Rod was even like, man, he's 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 in between. And I love that A-Rod explained that, you know, he's, he's fast on the, on the slow pitches and he's slow on the fast pitches. He's just in between everything. And so he was like, you just got to pick a pitch and sell out. And he picked a breaking Paul and yeah. got that little slurvy curve and just tattooed it, man. Do you think he was setting up the uh, Cardinals for game two with, with looking that horrible? Oh, they no. say some batters. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were down. They were losing that game. They were down, yeah, that's down true. two to nothing. I'm going to set him up for game two here. I don't know. Maybe mm. Pretty Boy was. Maybe. Um, he's so good. He's definitely not 100. percent That was pretty obvious. No. But um, but yeah, they they played well. They pitched well. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. That series. That I, I I'm that that could easily be a five game series. Yeah, they started. Uh, they started ten in the morning on Tuesday. Man, isn't that great? Yeah, and they play t- Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they get their off day on Thursday. So they play 11th, 12th. Everybody gets, plays gets Tuesday, though, don't everybody? Everybody plays, plays Tuesday, Tuesday uh, but then the American League gets off Wednesday. And then the uh, National okay. League has to play back to back. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, but the American League finishes off 15th, 16th, 17th, whereas they finish off 14th, 15th, 16th. Yeah. So uh, it's just, you got, they got to try to, for TV, they got to try to change the, you know, so they're not all playing the same day. But right. 
Although I, I've, I've yeah, really I gotten a kick out of the four games, man. It's been great. One game ends and the other one has already started and they just show the yeah. update in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So we're both sticking with, I'm sticking with Atlanta. You're sticking with the, uh, the Phillies. I did. I do like that, that, uh, Bryce, has he been wearing the fanatic green all the time? He's got the headband. He's got the spikes. He's got the, he changed it up for game two. He had a, um, just a Phillies logo on the headband. And then he did, he wasn't wearing the bright green shoes. I like the green. Uh, they were it was classic. He was like man. 0 for four with the green though. So and then they showed the, you know they showed the the uh, <laughs> Ben with the fanatics eyes the on fanatic it. logo. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, American great. League, um, Seattle, Houston. I mean, do we both agree that this is Houston series? I, I could see Seattle having a really big drop. Like so excited, fly across to another country, get the win, go to Houston. I could see him dropping, you know, the first two pretty easily. But yeah, I don't, I don't. I might be. Wrong. I don't see them. I don't see them beating him. I don't know what the season series was on that. It'd be interesting to look at. Um, you look that up. Um, yeah, I'll check it I, out. I I just uh, yeah, I just I just feel like Houston's that much better, but we'll we'll see. They they might not be, you know. Um, and and who knows if if they can't, you know, bring their trash cans and stuff, how good they will be. But um, <laughs> you know, Ver, Verlander's going to be tough. They they've got they've got you know, some really good, strong pitchers. Um, Valdez had a good year. Verlander is a stud. He's going to be a free agent next year, I believe too, by the way. Um, so I think their starting pitching is going to make it really, really difficult, um, on a lot of people. And then of course you got, you know, Altuve Bergman. I mean, Tucker's going crazy this year. Guriel Mancini. I mean, they got, they got a stud a nice lineup top to bottom. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm just looking at the second half here. They, uh, in the first seven games of the <laughs> of the second half of the season, yeah. the uh, Mariners won one game against them. Against Houston, yeah, yeah. Well, so you're saying they're due? Yeah, they're due. Yeah, they we'll they, they finished sixteen games back, right? Of of these guys, so yeah, yeah. Um, man, Houston, one hundred six. People don't understand how hard it is to win hundred games and drop only sixty two. I mean, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with the Astros in that one. They picked um, up about, looks like they've gotten about four or five wins on them this year. Well, I don't know how many games. Here. I mean, I'll, look, I'm picking Houston. I'll, I'd love to see Seattle win. I'm going to oh, me too. Seattle hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Cleveland at New York. That's, that's, uh, oh, that's it. Dude. We both our series are world series. Oh yeah, that's right. You got Phil's Yankees. I got Atlanta Cleveland. <laughs> oh my gosh. Man. Yeah. Yeah. This is huge. I didn't, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I just, I just realized that, um, you still, you still comfortable with the Yankees? Oh yeah. Over Cleveland. I am yeah, a little worried too. I, I mean, Cleveland st- won I gotta, those two. I got to stay with you. The, I picked them to go to the world series. So yeah. I'm sticking. With them. I'm, I'm hoping that the Yankees will take a while to get started and play like they did in the dog days of summer, you know, and, uh, kind of do like the Mets did, you know, kind of falter, but I don't know. I wouldn't mind. Don't get me wrong. I'd I'd like to see Cleveland win. I'll be pulling for them. And Bieber and uh, McKenzie, man, they're tough. They yeah, are, they're, they're, they're tough. Yeah, McKenzie looked really good. It looks like he's like nine years old, but he did. He looked good. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, I text him like, is he like twelve or something? Yeah, when you're six five, a buck sixty five, that's you're gonna look a little bit younger. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, this lineup for the Yankees always cracks me up. Like Lemayhew, Rizzo. Donaldson, Trevia, these are old, old guys, you know. Yeah, they're they're just, you know, <laughs> they are. They're older dudes, but yeah. they were in their prime. They were unbelievable. But is Judge know. does Judge lead off all the time still? Like, do they? Um, they had him leading I, off. Yeah, they had him leading off. <laughs> leading, you know, or he was batting second. I'm pretty sure. Scared the dead, but I mean, like Judge, Rizzo, Torres, Donaldson, Stanton. Okay, that's yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it, man. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All right, so you're going with the Yankees. I'm still go going with Yankees. Cleveland. I'm still going with Cleveland on that one. Um, yeah. Who was your favorite broadcasting team? Um, I thought they all did a nice job. I'm but... not really. I'm not really a big A Rod fan, but I thought him and Michael K worked really well together. I like. I think Michael K is great. I've seen yeah. him do the Yankee broadcast all year long, and he's awesome. Um, I'm trying to I think thought, of who. The... I thought the guys who did it tonight. Um, with uh, Edgar and uh, Coney. Coney stepped in. I, th- I like David Cohn. I thought he did a nice job. With um, uh, oh, is it Ravitch? Guy's name? Carl Ravitch and uh, yeah, I'm blanking on the guy's name now. The guy that always lives with Carl is it Edgar? It, it, oh, um, uh, Perez, Perez, yeah. Um, I thought they did a nice job. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> what was the who team? Was, what's that? Who was the team with Jessica Mendoza? Yeah, it was Kirkchen oh, on and, that and squad? Kirkchen. Ah, who oh. else? You don't like Kirkchen? I really don't. <laughs> no. You know what I, I like about Kirkchen? Um, He's just Weasley- yes sounding. i love it you like I that? love it yeah, okay. because because somebody tweeted and said um somebody tweeted and said i love listening to a baseball game with a with a scrawny breathless nerd on the verge of a heart attack it's <laughs> awesome and i was like that's him that's him i i love it when he shares a stat that's so i find it interesting He's so excited about it and he knows he's a nerd and I, I, he's just honest about who he is, which I, so I kind of like him on the broadcast. It's almost like they're talking. He goes, Hey guys, did you know that 19 pitches of these 20 pitches thrown have been, a, it's like, he gets so excited about it. So I kind of yeah. like him, yeah. but who um, else? I can't remember the, uh, it was uh, Dave. Um, oh, I can't remember his last name. He was doing the play-by-play with that team. Dave. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I like that guy. Who is that guy? Dave. Yeah, he's uh, good. Not O'Brien, but um Oh, I should I should have looked this up before. So so yeah. so you had Ravage. Uh, you, oh, I'm sorry. You had you had Ravage Cone, Eduardo Perez, and Buster Olney. You had Kay Rodriguez and Alden Gonzalez. You had John Shambi, Doug Glanville, and Jesse Rogers. And you had Dave Fleming. Fleming's Dave Fleming. good. I like yeah. Fleming. Does he? He used to. He does the the uh, Giants, right? He was a Giants guy, I think, right? Um. No, that was uh, well. That was Kuiper, and that was also uh, the guy that used to do Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, play-by-play guy for the. Yeah, it was. Uh, he he's a play-by-play guy for the Giants. Oh, is Dave, he? Dave Fleming. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but he um, uh, John Miller did the Miller. radio. Yeah, and yeah, he was I think doing he Giants stuff. In, yeah. Uh, began broadcasting Stanford Carl. What did he? Came, yeah. Anyway, I like Fleming. I I like that crew. I thought that was a pretty good crew. Um, I'm not a huge Mendoza fan. Um, yeah, I think some of the stuff she says, I'm like, really? But, um, I think Kirchner's funny. So that was probably the weakest of the group, but play by play wise, I think Fleming might be the best. Fleming, I love, I oh love yeah, Michael Fleming's K one of the too. top guys. I like yeah. Michael K a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, he set up a rod pretty well. I thought they did a good job. I don't know who's going to do it from here on out. I know some of them were talking about, Hey, we're done now. So that'll be interesting to see, but I thought overall it was all pretty good. Um, I did too. It was very entertaining. Morgan Glanville are switching to radio, which is what they typically do. And you could tell they were kind of broadcasting it more like radio guys. Um, but I think Glanville's gotten better to me at he first. Has. He was just yep. okay, but he's, he 100%. was pretty solid. Yeah. I was just like, wow, yeah. he sounds yeah. really good. And Buster has gotten, I mean, these guys who are the quote unquote sideline guys, I thought they did a nice job. They, they, they came in with interesting topics. They didn't butt in a lot, you know, but um, I thought I thought Buster sparring with um, Buck Showalter was kind of funny. Buck was trying to oh, do his Greg that. Popovich, you know, where they get two questions and he would say, hey, I saw you talking to the umpire. What was the conversation? about?" He goes, I'm not telling you that, Buster. If I tell anybody, that'd be you. But I'm not telling you about that. OK, next question. And tonight, well, you saw what Buck did tonight, right? Or were you out walking the dog? I, we, um, I think I was out. Musgrove's killing it, right? And was it the fifth or sixth inning? They get down with the warm-ups, they come back, they're ready to go, and Buck goes out and talks to the umpires. They come over, they start checking him for foreign substances and stuff. Oh, my god! They rubbed his ears. His ears did look, like, glistening the whole night, and I was like, his ears look weird. But I thought Buster had a good point. He goes, typically, when you check for a foreign substance, you're not looking for a slick substance. You're looking for a grippy substance. So the fact that right. his ears were glistening is not really the point. But they, they, they paused the game, did the whole thing, checked him, said he's fine, and then he – mowed him he he threw a ball and then he mowed him down and kind of looked over at the bench and i think he uttered a few choice words but buck was trying to do that so um his head a little bit maybe yeah but earlier in the game it was funny because um the padres if you notice they kept stepping out of the box and the ump kept giving them time out but also babbitt was taking a long time to get his sign so they'd kept stepping out so buster asked bowmel he said hey you guys are stepping out a lot is that is that something you'd planned or did it just kind of organically happen tonight? And he goes, oh, you know, that just kind of organically happens with the game, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And they kept doing it. And um, I think David Cohn said, says, I think that might have organically happened about four or five hours before the game when Bo Mel had his meeting with the team. Because <laughs> it was obvious, but they yeah. kept letting him do it. So then then uh, Buster went over to Buck and he goes, hey, I saw you talking to the the umpire, the home plate umpire. You know, I'm, I'm assuming you were asking him about why he's given so much time to – let him step out of the box. Um, 
what was his response? And Buck goes, oh, so you're just assuming that's what I asked? So you just know that's what I asked? Not going to answer that. Next question. He did a, and, and he goes, he, and he goes, so how is that messing up your starting pitcher by them throwing off the time stepping out so much? He went right to it. It was great. And Buck goes, oh, not at all. No, he's good. He's fine. <laughs> and they went back up and Carl's like, David, how difficult is it? He goes, oh, it's terrible. He goes, it's awful. You're, you get in a rhythm. You want to get in a groove. Yeah. And these guys keep stepping out, you know? I like Buck's great. I, I, I like Buck. He's, he was a great broadcaster. And then when he was in the studio and he's just a funny dude. He knows I, I baseball. Like I tell you what, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. They couldn't afford him. And I don't know why he'd go there, but if, if, if they get rid of him and I was a Royals GM, he's one of the guys, if, if, if the Royals owner and I have a GM and a head coach open, I might just call him and go, let's go build it. You know, I yep. might have to fire you in five, six years, but build it. Cause he just knows how to build an organization. He does He's so good at that. He was know? so great. I mean, here with the with the expansion team, with the D backs. I mean, he was awesome. And yeah. then he, you know, kind of wore out his welcome. And of course, then Friendly comes in and reaps the benefits in the first season, and they win the whole yeah. thing. I mean, he needs an owner that's going to help him with get the players he he identifies. But he, I mean, he started that from scratch. Yeah. I mean, they the the Diamondbacks. Remember Jerry? He was so smart. He hired him a year before they actually got to yep. play to yep. start building everything. They're like, why are you hiring a you know, a baseball, a manager goes, cause we got work to do, you know, yeah. and real so, quick story, Buck story. <laughs> Remember when, uh, when, when Titanic came out, it was right, right around that time. And it was at Seneca Capri and Buck mm -hmm. Showalter was there. He was in no line. Way. Oh yeah. With his line wife. To get a ticket to Seneca Capri. <laughs> go watch. Yeah. Go watch Titanic. The lines were all over the place. Cause it just what, came what out. What year would that have been? Well, that would have been probably 97. No, it was before the, oh, before the D-backs before they even started, he had gotten hired. But it was before it even the season even started. Nineteen ninety-seven, yeah. Yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah, that was great. Wow. No, well, maybe maybe that's why he got fired. He wasn't committed. He was going out watching movies with his wife instead of maybe. Yeah. Or that's usually how his tenure ends, like the Titanic, when there's yeah. different organizations. Yeah, well, it's going to be weird tomorrow, Darren. There's no baseball tomorrow. Oh, that's right. You Tuesday, know what there is. Tuesday. You know what there is. Oh yeah. Monday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs, the greatest team in the history of teams in the NFL. They should smoke those to guys tomorrow. They better. Gonna, but it's at home, though, right? They, they it, tend to play. It's in KC, the, so no, they'll probably they lose. They play down to their competition at home. Yeah, they, they tend to like to do that. They, I don't know. They're hard to figure out. I think Mahomes is – I think he's figuring out he might have – given up a few great opportunities and you just can't do that. You Big know, time. you can't give up opportunities to win Super Bowls because they just don't always happen again. No, like, I think Burrow is great. I don't know if Cincinnati sniffs another Super Bowl the rest of his career, because you look at the AFC. I mean, look who you got to go through. I think, I think the bills are the best team in the AFC. I'm a chiefs fan. I think the chiefs are good. I think the bills are really, really, really good. Yeah. They're going to be tough, but I don't know. What do you think, Darren? You follow NFL a little bit more than me. I'm a little more into it this year, but. I mean, no, your I don't, Vikes I don't are think looking good. I don't the Vikes are playing good. Yeah. They they're not killing teams, but they're winning games. And I don't know. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, oh, how can we be losing to the Bears? We might lose to the Bears at home. <laughs> but I'm just they, the Bears took a late lead and then the Vikings came down and they scored. And yeah. it made it uh 28 22. No, 20 27 20. No, 28 22. Is that it? No, 27 22. So they went for two. I'm like. Yeah, I think you can go for two here because if the Bears come down and score, they're going to kick the extra points. You might as well go for two anyway. Hey, and they ended up winning the game. And and um, I'm just like, you know what? They got the win. It wasn't pretty, but NFL is so much about parity these days. Anybody can beat anyone, really. So I mean, the giant, the Giants beat the Packers today. The Packers had a 17 to three lead in London. Do you um, do you want to know your your definition of parity right here? It's 17-16 with a minute to go. Cincinnati's up on Baltimore. Yeah. 17-16. And, and Lamar Jackson is uh, – I mean, that's another one. They were one – I mean, they had a really, really, really good team, and they couldn't get past the Chiefs. And now it's like, are they ever going to sniff another chance, you know? I, I mean, know. they got a good coach. They got a good team. They got a really good quarterback. But it's like, it's like all those teams when Brady was doing his thing. It's like, good luck, everybody else. I mean, you're going to play your whole career and never get to a Super Bowl. Did you see the end of the Cardinal game today? Oh my yeah. gosh. Did we we texted about that, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Robert Smith was like, you can't, you can't not go for the first down and then spike it on third down. You got to know. And 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 I mean Prater would have hit that field goal, but you got to know you don't have your your kicker. 
You don't want to yeah. kick a 40 yard field goal with this guy. Did you see they were showing the replay, the high replays of him in, in uh, before the game? How, how is that possible? How, how, I don't know enough about kicking. Every ball was starting straight and then veering off. Went the right. Line. And he did the same exact is thing. That, is, is that like a golf? Like you're just leaking it's it like to the right? It's like a shank or a, a slice or something. I, I don't get how that happens. Oh, Jackson passed the 40 down to the 35. There in field goal range. Lamar Jackson, the fake handoff straight up the middle. How much time is left? 56 seconds. They got plenty of timeouts, so he won't do something stupid like Kyler did. Don't, don't oh, they faked the handoff. He went right past the guy. Great blocking downfield. That that's a that's a that's a hardball move right there, right? It's not Jim. What's his name? John. John. That that's that's a see. Now this is something. I I know they haven't won all this stuff. I know probably some people in Baltimore are like, oh, we got to get rid of him. We're two and two. That guy should stay forever. Like, yeah, he's been there seventeen like years. I think. He, yeah, he's yeah. so good. It's like the yeah. Chiefs should have just kept Marty. It's like stop. You know, you're. We got rid of Marty because for ten years you couldn't get us to the big game or past the big game. And now you and, and you couldn't even get to five hundred without him. Yeah. Then we get Vermeil and we go, and then he decides he's tired and wants to retire. But now it's like we got Andy. Like Andy, I know I have my problems with him. You're gonna have him with everybody. He gets to stay the coach as long as he's alive. Right. Right. Like he just stop. As long as he wants to do it. He gets them there. He's always yeah. gives them a chance to get there. Just like he did in Philadelphia. Same thing. So they're on the 36. No chance they throw here, right? Although they got a pretty good field goal kicker, don't they? What's his oh, name? Oh, Tucker's in the best, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. They're, he doesn't miss. Their line is just shoving five yards. They've got three timeouts left. Hey, Cliff, that's pretty good, right? I mean, Cliff had to use his timeout, so because they were down. I oh yeah, too. Yeah, there was there was no question. The Cardinals' problem is they just they just I don't they don't play until like the fourth quarter. They showed they're like a plus thirty eight in the fourth quarter and like the first four games, but they're horrible in the first three quarters. Yeah. It's like you you're not good enough to do that, guys. No. How how much is it going to help though when Hopkins gets back in there? I mean that that guy's legit. Oh, it'll help definitely. Yeah, because yeah, everybody just focused. But Hollywood, but Hollywood Brown's been great. Yeah, you know he's been he's been playing real well. Connor's been banged up, and I think he might have got hurt today, so he hasn't been the same guy. So but... what's the problem? Is it the quarterback? I think, I think it's the quarterback slash coach. I just don't think they're. Oh, you don't think the, the coach? The is coach good? from a standpoint of being ready to play early, and getting off to a good start. Jackson Con- keeps it, gets down to eight yards, down to the twenty-seven. <laughs> That's a chippy right there. How do you not have, or even even like in the situation today? Okay, Kyler screws up. He doesn't get the first down. He spikes it. It's fourth down. How do you not have a play for that? It's fourth and one. Throw Ertz out to the sideline. Throw him a quick ball. Well, first I mean, that's, that they should have made that field goal, but yeah, you have no confidence. Nah, I, I it's know, 46 still, yards, it's, dude. It's 46 yards with a guy. Who is this guy anyway? Where was he kicking <laughs> the arena league? It's Danny Amendola. No. His name was like Amendola. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it wasn't Danny. Danny Amendola? He kicked like Danny Amendola. Danny would have made that kick because he's Danny a gamer. probably would have. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I felt bad for the guy because, but it's like, I feel bad, but I'm also like, dude, you get an opportunity that nobody gets. Kick the damn field goal, and you're yeah. going to pick up with somebody else when Prater comes back. Yeah. Like, just make the field goal. But now it's like, you're probably not even going to be with the Cardinals next week. You could tell the look on Kingsbury's face. First down. After after uh, Murray spiked the ball to oh. fourth down. The look on his face was like, are you kidding me? See, that's, oh. that's, I, you know, I don't want to say that's, that's a lack of intelligence, but that's a lack of game awareness, awareness. game situation yeah. and yep. preparation. Right. Yep. I mean, that, that's, that's, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't know him. I don't know if he's smart, if he's dumb. I don't know anything about the guy, but I can tell by his actions, he's not prepared very well. And he's such a great athlete. He just kind of wings it a bit and it works for him. But, um, he didn't go in with the plan of what to do as he's snapping the ball on second down. What do I do if, you know, he had no idea. Right. Like he should have got up very quickly, snapped the ball, got the first down, got him in and spiked the ball. Yeah. That's all I had to do on that. Play. Or just a quick out and go get, get the first down, throw it and, and out of bounds, you know? Yeah. All right. Three seconds left. Wow. They did. This always makes me nervous. I know Tucker's incredible, but this always makes me nervous when you don't try. I mean, they were just moving the ball left and right. It, and whenever they wanted, they moved the ball. And I'm like, just run it in for a touchdown. But this is a no brand. 43 yards, though. I mean. Oh, he hasn't kicked it yet? I just saw no. it. Well, I don't know. On mine, he has. And he might have kicked it on yours. 
I'm on I'm on uh, NBC online, so don't don't go crazy if he. It's a no brainer for him, right? Forty three yard. Can they block it? This is like a chip shot for him. Yeah, this is nothing. They have no timeout. So here's the snap. It's down. It's good. The kick is up, and the Ravens win. <laughs> that was a no doubter. I mean, thanks for coming, Burrow. <laughs> yeah, it's you're right though. I mean, I think I think because everything is they want these games like this they're very exciting they want any team to beat any team you got to have good special teams man i mean the kicker getting hurt for the chiefs cost us you know um in that game against baltimore i mean andy andy didn't kick a couple field goals that he could have against indy i mean you know and we lost to the colts who are terrible yeah how bad has the nfc west gotten all of a sudden look at that division yeah, who, who's in that? The Rams division? lost again today. They've lost oh, three man. in a row. Seattle's no good. The Cardinals aren't that good. Is San Francisco like just blazing in that division? Right they're, they, I think they've won two, or they've only lost. They, I think they're. Are they three and two? Yeah. No? Uh, NFC West. Only oh, wait a minute. Let's look here. Oh wait a minute. Oh, National Football Conference. Uh, NFC West. Yeah, three and two Niners, two and three Rams, two and three Cards, two and three Seahawks. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, you know what I think is hilarious is the Cowboys. Have they won like four in a row with that backup guy? They've won. Um, <laughs> with Rush? They're four and one. They're, yeah, they're four and one. I think they've won two in a row with the, with that guy as a starter. No, now. it's more than that. It is? Yeah, he went out. Of, Zach, Dak went out the first the first game, didn't he? Well, did they lose one? He's got he's got four wins. He's won all those games, hasn't he? I don't know, man. Come on, well, you man. You might be right. Yeah, you might hang, be right. Hang on a second. Hawk Hawk texted me. He's a big Cowboys guy. What did he say? He said, he said, uh, Cowboys may have a true quarterback battle in their hands. Rush is five and zero. Oh. Like like he won one last last year. And he's oh yes, yeah, so he's won year. four. Yeah, he's won yeah, four. He won four this year. Wow. I'm like, dude. There's there's no battle there. If you can find somebody to take Dak's contract, you move him, right? Absolutely. Or, or you do a rush thing where like, uh, like, you know, those guys that come in and they, they do great for, uh, who was that guy who did that for when, uh, when uh, Marino got hurt a long time ago and he came in and played great for like 13 games and was like and Don Strzok, somebody, no. and then he gets a big contract and it's like, yeah, that guy's not very good, <laughs> but all right, man. Well, Hey, look, that was, yeah. your Vikes are four and one. Uh, my chiefs are soon to be four and one. Um, how cool would that be? Another, you know, we've we've wanted it, a Vikes Chiefs Super Bowl rematch of what Super Bowl three, on the year that Lenny Dawson died. Ooh, how cool would that be? You know, that in in honor of Lenny, they could replay all that stuff with Lenny and they had Fran, right? Fran was running around around down there. No, they had Joe Cap. Oh, Joe Cap. He was there. You know, he was in the. And you remember that movie, The Longest Yard? He was in that, the old one. Which one was he? Who did he play in that? With Burt Reynolds, he played one of the guards. Yeah. Uh, they had, they had a bunch of old old uh, guys in that old yeah. players. Nitschke, yeah, Ray Nitschke was out All there. All right, too. man. So um, we're still alive. Darren lost uh, St. Louis, but he's got he still got the Astros Dan in the American Dan. League. Dan did. Dan, yeah. Darren's got Philly and Yankees still alive for yep. you know, another week and a half. And then I've got mm-hmm. Atlanta and Cleveland. And so. then Dan had Houston, I think, Denny for yeah. the uh, AL. St. Louis and the Astros. So he's got one yeah. team alive, which that's not a bad. Pick. They could, the they, yeah, they're yeah. they're they're that's, legit. They they should win this series, but. I don't know. That's a good thing about about uh, you know baseball. I'm looking forward to it, man. Fun. That'll be it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it too. All right, Deep. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, any last words, Darren? Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, that's about it. Just glad the Phils won. Happy I'm still alive there. Did I had you, a feeling about him? I will say one thing. I'd never heard this term till our last podcast, but um, <laughs> Carl Ravitch was showing the things and said, "Da da da da." You know, I mean. If if the chalk holds, then da da da. And I was like, <laughs> so what the heck? Go. I've heard it all the time now. Bet the chalk. So I think we still got to do a podcast. Bet 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 the chalk. Bet the with, chalk. Bet the chalk with Darren and Cindy. I did have a good uh, good pick today, though, man. Who'd NFL. I bet one game. Yeah. I bet I bet the Jets on the money line, and they killed. What them. was the money line? Uh, plus one fifty. Oh, just to win. Just to win. Just you to have win. to give a point or anything. Well, they were getting points. Oh, and obviously the odds are. I bet them to win outright. Yeah. And they kill I, them. I don't like to bet. I don't bet anymore because um I'm not I signed a contract with the Pac 12 network that I wouldn't bet on anything that's a division one sport, even if it's not a, if I'm not betting on division one. So if it's a sport that's played in division one, oh. I can't bet on it. 
Um, so, you know, like beach volleyball, can't bet on it. Um, but, uh, I used to, when I did every now and again, I always liked to wait till I got to at least a plus 800. I would always try to find something that's like, <laughs> like, like this guy's going to uh, come to the bench and have to have his uh, left pinky reset. I'm like, yep. I'll put five bucks on that. It's plus twelve hundred. <laughs> See if it happens. I got the uh, I got the Vikings winning the Super Bowl at plus four thousand. That's good. What is it now? It's got to be down quite a bit. Oh right? yeah. And I did bet the Phillies too, by the way. Yeah. To win to win the uh, NL and to win the whole thing. If you bet the chalk, you, you got to put like five grand down to win a grand. It's crazy. Yeah. The Vikings right now. Are plus eighteen hundred to win it. That's still pretty good. If if that I were still... allowed to bet, if I had not given that right up, I would yeah. uh, I would I would maybe put some money on them because I think we talked about this, Darren, a little bit. I I don't think the NFC is that great. I think I mean Philadelphia no, looked really good today, but even though they're playing the hapless Cardinals and they barely won, you know I know it's tough to win on the road, but I do like Hurts. They look pretty good. So next week's next week's a big game, man. Who they got next week? The Vikings. Dallas at Philly. Yeah, I'm not sure Dallas is. Well, I don't know who's good anyways. In, in Dallas defense anymore. is tough, man. They are tough. And the Rams, my gosh, what happened to them? No, they've fallen apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think in the AFC, I think the Bills have a really good team. I think the Chiefs have a really good team. The Chargers have a really good team. Um, I I think the I think I think those are the top three. And I think there's a drop there. I yeah. think in the NFC, I, I have to say Philly. Dallas, Vikings, Packers, Tampa are all kind of. How about the, the Giants, same. man? Saquon's back. Yeah. They're four and one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's. I mean, yeah. I, it feels like hurt. there's not a great great team though in that. No, league. they're not. No, no. I, I even the Phillies. I mean, you know, they just the Vikings didn't even come to play that night that they beat the Vikings. But... Who's got the worst odds right now to win the Super Bowl? Is it Buffalo? They're plus three sixty. They're the they're they're the chalk favorite. right now. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. And and what are the Chiefs like plus four eighty or five hundred or something like that? Seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had to sign. I wish I had to sign that deal. Not the better. Tear it up, man. Tear it up. I'd have, I'd have put hundred and fifty grand on the. <laughs> you want me to? You want me to place a bet in your name? And your yeah, honor? put 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 two fifty on there. Two hundred fifty grand. <laughs> Let me do a Mickelson. Put 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 one point two million on the Chiefs. <laughs> Just for Tampa. Fun. Tampa is plus twelve hundred. They're not going to win it. No, I don't think so either. The Niners plus fourteen hundred, really? Wow. To win it, I to I win mean, the whole thing for them to get to the to get to the Super Bowl wouldn't be the, well. They're, the, they're not going to they're not going to beat the Cowboys or the Eagles or the, yeah they're not going to. Uh, Packers, you got to watch out for the Packers. They got the the crafty quarterback back there. That guy's good. They he they he single handedly does stuff. So yeah, he made some really. He got his second two passes batted down today at the end of that game, man. And they were on the 10-yard line. How does that happen? Aaron Rodgers had two batted passes. I was like, what is this, Kyler Murray back here? Crazy. You know what was yeah. weird, though? Before, and the announcers even said this, fourth down, this is the game, fourth and goal, I think it was. And Rodgers comes up to the line. He's in shotgun. And he touches his right shoulder. Yeah. And the, the announcer even said it was it was Mark Sanchez doing the color. He goes, you see him touch his right shoulder. That meant he was going right. So he threw the ball right, and the, and the, the defender was right there, the defensive back, and he just jumped up and blocked it. I'm like, well, if Sanchez knows this, <laughs> just saying. Does everybody know it? I mean. <laughs> That's awesome. He's all, he's all, obvious, he's all, Aaron. He just comes up and he goes, hut, hut, I'm going to throw it to you. Pretty much that's what he did. He touched his jersey on his on the right side by his shoulder pad, and that's that's the way he went. The funniest thing I've ever yeah. seen, and also the most like just 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 OG move was I was calling a game at Packard when uh GCU wasn't that great. Stapes was the head coach. They were good, they were okay, but they weren't nearly as good. And Murph was at ASU, they were really good, right? <laughs> yeah. And Murph was coaching third base for some reason. Now, he usually did, but he was coaching third base. And um, their guy got on first, like the first inning. Murph goes through the signs, pitch, guy doesn't go. Murph goes, goes through the signs, <laughs> guy doesn't go. So in between pitches, Murph goes, whistles really loud. The kid looks at me, goes, points to him, and then points to second base, and then makes his fingers like run. 
<laughs> and the guy stole second the next pitch and we didn't throw him out like i was just like okay that's an og move he was so ticked he gave the steel side twice the guy didn't run through he just whistled pointed him pointed the back and his fingers like run and the guy was like okay he took oh, off the that's great the base. that's great yeah, yeah. good old murph yeah. good old murph yeah i think murph's good he's 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 good in pro ball i'm not sure he's good for the college game he's good in pro ball he's though. with the brewers though right he yeah he was i tell you what though um that was around the time he won he won a certain amount of games and got to like seven he got to some milestone and I went out, I said, Hey, can I interview him before the game to play on my thing? And he, they said, yeah. So I went out and talked to him. He's the nicest guy in the world. Like yeah. he's so nice. And when I asked him about his number of wins, he said, well, that's, that's because of the team. That's really great. But he's no, I said, Hey, you're at X number of wins. He goes, yeah, but the guy that coached uh, that team over there, Gil Stafford, he's got like 200 more than me. He goes, yeah. And people will say, Oh, they're at the NAI level. He goes, that doesn't matter because it's hard to win baseball games. Because that guy, Gil Stafford, he's got so many more wins than me. He's like the best coach in Arizona. Like he was, and Gil wasn't even the coach at the time, but he just like, was like, yeah, I got 500 wins. That guy's got like 700. Like, <laughs> that's cool. He should get credit yeah. just because they're not D1 wins. That doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, it was interesting, but he was a, he was a nice guy. But yeah, I think I think that the pro game fits him. It's like Herm. The pro game fits you better because there's all these stupid rules that you get in trouble for using, and you yeah. can't. You, you got to be. Keep... You got to play nice with all the administration. You can't. You know. Yeah. yeah you know when you're the head oh, coach just... of a baseball team or especially a football team. That's just you, different. You yeah. Gotta run a... it, man. Yeah. But anyway, I don't I don't know what I'm talking about with Murph. I had one experience with him. He's super nice. So no, that's great, man. Great yeah. story. Yeah. All right, D. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Adios.